What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of the First Offense Audio Installment. We have three races to talk about from the truck race to the cup race, so we have a good amount of stuff to talk about. We're also going to preview the Bristol Dirt Race, which is going to be on Easter night. Um, first we're going to just go over the standings and I'm going to say what I think about everything. Then we'll go over each race individually talk about Bristol quickly. I hope you guys like this episode. Let's get right into it. So, first of all, starting with the cup point standings, Elliot took bet over the lead by three points. That's because he swept the first two stages and finished P11. So, that team's having good run after good run. His pit crew has just been kind of wrecking his races for him. So, yeah. Blaney is down three. He had a decent day. Trying to think of where he finished. Um, I think it was top five, maybe fifth. So just a pretty good day for them. They're going to hold on. I think um, he'll have a good race at Talladega, which is coming up in two races. Byron is up a position into third. He, um, He got a second win, got some good stage points too. Logano, plus one, he had a good top five day, finished P2. Chastain is up one, had a good top five day. Bowman up one, had just an average day, finished pretty bad, I think, maybe 15th. Um, Truex dropped four positions, and that wasn't even because, um, that's why um, Bowman, Chastain, and Logano gained so easily because of how horrible Truex did. Elmarola was up three, had a great day. He's, he keeps racking up really good finishes, so, yeah. Um, Harvick kind of struggled, definitely at the end. You could hear him fighting with his crew chief. He is ninth. Bush had a great finish, a seventh for what his car, Kyle Bush, I'm talking about, what it, for what his car was giving him, but he, um, he, he's been struggling to get stage points, like, They'll start in the top 10, and then the car will be horrible, and it'll take them the whole race to get it good. So that team kind of needs needs some work for sure. Um, Briscoe lost too. He he showed speed. I mean, I think he could have got up there if he had track position, but he just struggled. Reddick had, uh, he gained a point. He's in 12th. He had a average day, capitalized on Larson's bad day, who dropped to 13th. He has a win, so he'll be fine for the playoffs, but, and they'll definitely start rattling off some better finishes. Sindrick is plus one. Dylan plus one. Had a great day. Finished third. Kurt Busch plus two. Um, he finished like 30th or worse in the last two races, and he comes back, and that was an, even of his own doing. Comes back, has a great race, goes up two positions into 16th. Then some that are out of the top 16. Christopher Bell gained two points. He's in 19th. That's a result of good stage points. Um, Then we got, hold on. Hamlin. um, He's down at 21st. Has a win, so he should be fine. But had an absolutely horrible day. Finished three laps down. Kozlowski's 31st. He's... He's so far behind. Um, yeah, he's. I don't. I can't see him 
making the playoffs without winning, but he has a few plate races that he could definitely pull it off at, so we'll see. Xfinity Series. AJ Allmendinger made progress on his lead. He's up 20. Gibbs took over Gregson for second. Gregson had another unlucky day. Richmond, he had those brake problems, and then yesterday got wrecked by his teammate late. So, you know, Brandon Jones, um, fourth, got that win. Josh Berry, Sam Mayer, Al Geyer, Hemrick, Ryan Teach. Austin Hill, Riley Herbst, and then Landon Castle, who had a great day, finished second. Then we got Trucks, um, Ben Rhodes, Chandler Smith, Zane Smith, Stuart Friesen, Nemechek, Eckes, Tanner Gray, Majeski, Matt Craft, and Ankrum. Uh, ben Rhodes have been, has been having a ton of good finishes. Still hasn't won yet, but keeps doing good. Chandler Smith is right up there with him. He's been running good. We'll talk about that race later in the KBM trucks, how they kind of struggled and everything. So, next thing I want to say is the next race for Cup is Sunday, 7 o'clock. Practice is going to be Friday. There's two practices. One's at 4.05, one's at 6.35, and Daryl Waltrip's going to be in the booth, so that's something to look forward to. All right. And then for truck race, um, practice is Friday, 3.05, and then practice two is 5.35. And the race is Saturday at 8 o'clock, so it's two. They're both going to be practicing Friday, and then it's back-to-back night races. So should be some good races. I mean, if they're not demolition derbies, but we'll see what happens. All right, so now we're going to talk about the truck race. Um... I expected going into it that Kyle Busch was going to be really hard to beat, but the KBM trucks haven't showed like that dominating speed yet. And Busch said he thinks the 38 was the best truck and that KBM's behind the 8-ball. Byron was on the same strategy as Busch, and I think where he made up to get that track position and take the lead is I noticed they both pit together and Busch made a big adjustment and lost a few spots, including one to Byron, and then that was it. He could never catch him after that, so I'm sure they're looking back at that, saying we would have had a chance if if we had um, not made that adjustment, but who knows, maybe he needed the adjustment to run good. Um, what else? It was a pretty tame race, 200 laps, went by fast. Um, Byron got that win in that Hendrick Cars truck, which was cool. That was his first clock, and then he went to win the cup race. So I'm curious to see who else is going to be driving that seven. I bet they're going to put Larson in it during Bristol Dirt, but he's probably got, he might have some other races going on, maybe Elliott. I'm sure those guys will be taking a few races on. It'll be cool to see them in there, though. So I don't mind it. Um, the Xfinity race, uh, Ty Gibbs was the class of the field all day. He qualified on the pole and was just so much faster than everyone. So, yeah, he won stage one. Brandon Jones got stage two. And then they were on different strategies. So at the end, Brandon Jones was actually on old tires and still got the win. So that was pretty impressive. 
Um, Dale Jr. and Gregson both started at the rear. Gregson moved way up, showed speed. Jr. kind of struggled, needed to make some big adjustments. He said the car was really tight, so he picked away at the car, and then he got up to the top 10, and even after being involved in all those wrecks, he still managed to get 11, so I think he was happy with that. Um, I think Noah and Sam were the only ones, Sam Mayer, that could contend with Ty, but I think what happened on the restart was before in the caution laps, I think Brandon Jones just did a better job of warming up his tires, so I don't know if Ty Gibbs was a little complacent and didn't expect to have um, that much pressure from Brandon Jones, but he got under him and he moved him up the track, but even after that, he still passed him clean, so he can't really complain about that. He didn't wreck him out of the way or anything. So, yeah, then there was the fight, um, which was hilarious. Um, so they were racing, Sam Mayer and Gibbs were racing for the 100K. So at this point, Gibbs was like, he had no shot at winning. It was Gibbs, Mayer, and Dinger all racing for it. And Sam was probably mad, frustrated that he didn't get the win because he was on the front row. Or... He was third, I think. That's the highest he was. And um, he he uh, he bombed it into turn three and just ran Ty way up the track and got him loose and everything. And then um, Gibbs hit the wall too. And after on the last caution laps, he um. Sorry, I was looking at something else, but I, what I meant to say was on the cooldown laps, he chased Sam Mayer down, hit him twice pretty hard, so he was definitely mad, and then he followed him into the pits, whatever. They started fighting. <laughs> um, Ty, like, punched him, like, it looked like he punched him in, like, the stomach as he was walking away. So then Sam Mayer followed him, and Ty left his helmet on and just started throwing haymakers at his head, so... It was pretty funny, I mean, I don't know, that was, Sam Mayer was kind of defenseless, and then (laughs) he said, um, the punches were weak, which, he had a black eye, so I don't know if you can really stand there and say they were weak when you have a black eye, which was pretty funny, but, I mean, I don't blame him for saying that, because Ty had a helmet on, so he can't really talk either, um, Junior was interviewed by Bob Pockris about running into Josh Berry, which is a funny interview. I'm going to put that in right here. Uh, you got into Josh there that one time. Josh, run across my right foot, Bob. Didn't I mean, you see it? Well, I... <laughs> what do you think? Nobody will tell me the truth. You can tell me the truth. I, um, I you think I ran into him. Well, I don't know. I mean, if, if, if here's the thing: if I'm running against a guy who's only running once a year, I'm hoping that he gives he gives me a little bit more than he I, takes, wait. right? I only I gotta get all I can out of one race. He gets to race every week. It's the opposite, Bob. All right. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, you can see it was pretty funny. I think Junior had a good time, and it was cool after seeing him stand around with everyone and drink beers. I think everyone wanted to talk to him because it's so cool, like they're racing with the Hall of Famer, which is pretty nuts. Um, But yeah, Brandon Jones got his first win, he had a wicked good drive to do that, so that was cool. 
I think that's everything to say about the um, Xfinity race. I think for t- as for Ty Gibbs and Mayer, they both said like they were all fine, everything was good. They shook hands in the holler, but that's they're just saying that like they're gonna get into each other again and end up wrecking each other, and this is gonna go on forever. I don't think they're ever gonna like calm down. They're gonna just fight forever. The book, they're both the same age. They're both in a really good car, so it'll be fun to watch at least. Um, all right, now we gotta talk about the cup race. It was definitely the most boring race of the year. Um, there wasn't a single DNF, so there was no crashes, which is fine, but just goes to show how caution-free and wreck-free the race was. It was weird. Uh, for a short track, they were talking about aero, which should really never be a thing. Like, It was hard to pass, which has got to be a result of the 670 horsepower and that big spoiler four inches I think it was only like two inches last year with 750 horsepower and the tires are bigger brakes everything so it's like at the end you could see for example Logano was hammering Byron and couldn't even get him loose so clearly the cars are way more stable there was tire fall off didn't play as big as a factor as I thought it was the only thing I saw was Bush would take took tires more than anybody and he would take tires on the restart, he'd gain a quick five positions, and then that would be it, he'd be stuck. So tires were only good on a restart for firing off good and getting a f- good quick three, four laps in. Um, another big takeaway, the Gibbs cars were horrible. Um, Kurt Busch and Kyle Busch were the only Toyotas who finished good, even though Bell ran top five, I think, in both stages. He had a penalty, which kind of cost his race, and Larson had one too, so they both finished. I think I think they finished down a lap, which is pretty nuts for how good they are. Hamlin down three laps, just completely missed the setup. It's not even like he got into a wreck. He just got lapped straight up past, which is pretty nuts. The guy's got the most wins in the Cup Series at Martinsville and couldn't even stay two laps down, never mind three, which is insane. Elliott swept the first two stages, ran good, thought he was going to be the car to beat, and then Byron passed him on pit road, and then that was it. He couldn't pass him back, which I don't think it's because Byron was better. I think Elliott was better, but the track position was so important, that was it. So, yeah. There was only one lead change, which was that on pit road, and Logano couldn't even get Byron out of the way, hitting him as hard as he could, I think. Um, what else? Um, Bush finished, Kurt Bush finished fourth. Great run for him. Austin Dillon third. There was no bump and runs um, that I saw. I mean, Suarez was trying to get on the lead lap and was hitting Elliott so hard and just nothing would happen. So I think they need to get tires that will wear away more and just put a they should just put take the spoiler off completely at this point I don't know if that would be too much but um so yeah Will, William Byron was the first driver to get um two wins this year so he's having a great year I mean pretty much the best car at Hendrick right now I think if Elliot could get some put some races together he could have had two wins too but 
He's just been struggling, so it's only a matter of time before they get their first win. The Gibbs cars definitely have a lot to a lot of work to do. They got um Bristol and Talladega, so I don't I don't know how important the Bristol setup is gonna be. I think that's gonna be a lot of driver and luck. If it's driver and luck then I don't think um, their setup and speed necessarily will affect those races much, but then I, we go to Darlington and if they don't like bring a good setup there, then they're they're really behind because I don't I don't see why they would bring a good setup because they were they're they were way behind at um, Phoenix and they were way behind at Martinsville. There's nothing really to gauge Darlington off of, but we'll see what happens with that. Uh, they were good at Vegas, so we got some mile and a half coming up, so I think it'll be Hendrick and Gibbs that are really going to be start winning a lot of races through those races, but we'll see. I, get, I think that's all there is to talk about the cup race. Uh, it was a pretty boring race. I think that they're going to definitely have to make some changes before the fall playoff race. And if they don't, you better qualify good and have good pit road, um, have good pits because if you lose track position, you're going to be done. And you can't get penalties either. It's going to take you forever to make your way back up. Before we do race picks, I want to just do a quick Bristol preview. Uh, I wrote down um, overheating and visibility. Um, last year we saw Bush take the lead pretty fast and because he was the front car, he was just collecting all the dirt and he overheated and started spitting water out and had to pit. That kind of ruined his race because he ended up getting caught in a bunch of wrecks and everything. I really don't think they did anything to help that. They haven't announced that they have either, so... The other thing is visibility. Um, guys literally couldn't see, so I don't think they did anything to fix that either. Um, so yeah, this could just be a complete demo derby like it was last year, and I don't know why it wouldn't be, because they really haven't changed much. Uh, guys to look out for, I think, are going to be Bush. Larson, Logano, because he won, Reddick, Stenhouse, those are two that ran good for how they were running and compared to other races last year. Also, there, I looked up the weather, there's a 40% chance of rain. Um, that If that happens, then it's going to end up Monday again. I don't know why they would put it in April, literally the rainiest month of the year. I don't know about for Tennessee, but for New England it is. So... Hopefully it doesn't get rained out and turn to a mud mess at the track. And I'm hoping it won't. 40% pretty low chance, but we'll see. Who knows? Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Hopefully it's a good race. I'm kind of counting on it being a demo derby, but we'll see. Alright, I think that's it for the Bristol preview in the Martinsville. Um, we're going to get into race picks now. If it's Monday, you might not um see race picks because we still gotta do the call and do it and add it to the podcast so you might have to come back tomorrow but hopefully you're watching this tuesday and they're all in and the podcast is done but 
Yeah, alright. Be right back. Alright guys, well, anyways, that's gonna do it for today's episode. Hope you liked the episode. Come back next week. We'll probably make it Monday too because the Bristol night race is gonna end so late. So yeah, we'll see. Hopefully it's a good race when we go to Talladega. I'm looking forward to the next couple weeks after that too with Darlington and everything. Alright, hope you guys have a good week and come back next week. Also, before I go, follow me on all my other socials. Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, everything at First Surfence. Alright, see you guys. Thanks for listening.